get stuck with scripture, never approach scripture from your fleshly mindset. Mm -hmm. It is the Holy Spirit. If you are a Christian, it's the Holy Spirit inside of you that gives you revelation and illumination. So he will illuminate or light up the verse to help you understand it. And then he will reveal it to tell you what it means. So it's the Holy Spirit in us that teaches us God's word. Sometimes he takes too long. He a little slow. No, he's not slow. Girl, I'm about he to not. punch you in the face. You're talking about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I mean, because I'll be like, looking. I'm like, come on, what it, what it mean? Tell me. And I'll just be like, you you, you be taking a long time. No, it's you. Oh. Thank you for tuning in to Bible Brain Dump Podcast. This is your host, Stormy. And we are diving back into the interview slash conversation I had with my good friend, Adrian. And as you can hear from that clip, it's going to get good and your girl is going to get checked by the Holy Ghost. Sit back, relax, and take a listen. When you get stuck with scripture, never approach scripture from your fleshly mindset. Mm -hmm. It is the Holy Spirit. If you are a Christian, it's the Holy Spirit inside of you that gives you revelation and illumination. So he will illuminate or light up the verse to help you understand it. And then he will reveal it to tell you what it means. So it's the Holy Spirit in us that teaches us God's word. Sometimes he takes too long. He a little slow. No, he's not slow. Girl, I'm about he to not. punch you in the face. You're talking about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I mean, because I'll be like looking. I'm like, come on, what it, what it mean? Tell me. And I'll just be like, you, you, you be taking a long time. No, it's you. Oh. It's not him. He is, oh, per- he, is, me. he is he is perfect goes. on every level. <laughs> and sometimes he'll sit back quiet. Cause I have times when I'm like, man, I just don't know what this means. Mm-hmm. And I first of all, I go to myself and I'd be like, Do you got uncheck sin? Because you gotta have a clear, it's called a conduit when you're open at both ends so that the word can flow through you. And I'm like, do I have unconfessed sin in my life? Before I even get in my quiet time, before I even approach the scripture, I just be like, Lord, forgive me for the sins I've committed. And if I know them by name, I start naming them. Because I don't want sin to block hearing from God. So sometimes he just sitting back waiting. Like you ain't even talk to me and ask me to forgive forgive you. Yeah, can you just confess your sin? I call it keeping short accounts with God. Like I used to be like, okay, let me just confess all my sins. Now the moment that I sin, I'll be like, ooh, God, I was so wrong on that. Forgive me. I like, feel like that one, like the forgive me one, is mm-hmm. kind of like how you treat people. Like you can uh, interact with somebody, you be like, mm-hmm. oh, I was rude, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's the underlying stuff, you don't really realize what you do. Cut somebody off from traffic. Mm-hmm. Now why you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't really see that as sin. Some people don't. Some people don't. It, and it depends, again, what is your relationship with the Lord? If you're intimate with him and you're in his word, you're going to instantly know it's sin. If you just go to church on Sunday and do like a little 30-second devotion, mm, it might take a minute for you to recognize your own sin. Because you ain't growing, like we said earlier about that that growth part. Mm -hmm. But once you start growing, the Holy Spirit will be like, oh, that's sin. So it's it's never us. He's perfect. It's never so, him. It's always us. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit, I be like, Lord, you, you take too long to, to tell me what it, what I'm supposed to do here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's really me. I think that's our genera- my generation. Yeah, we be like, hurry up, hurry up. We don't really take time to we we mm-hmm. if we could throw every listen. 
You ain't had an air fryer when you was out. You had to <laughs> throw that stuff in the microwave. I mean, in the oven mm-hmm. and cook it slow. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. We got air fryers. Throw that thing in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. When I was little, throw them hot pockets in the microwave. They'd be exactly. ready in two seconds. Exactly. And you know. Nothing wrong with the air fryer, but the micro microwave. That stuff mm. not nu- nutrition. Exactly. You're not really getting exactly. cook something in the microwave today, eat it. I bet you in the bathroom in four minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it go right through you because it's not feeding yes. you. Yes. And you have to also think about after we become a Christian, it's not a list of do's and don'ts. It's being like who are you? He says in his word that he wants to transform our minds. That's Romans 12, mm-hmm. 2. Well, I was just yep, reading that yesterday. So it takes time to be transformed. And you're not transformed. You just, okay, let me let me read this verse today. Okay, I checked that off that list. No, it is being with God, being in a personal relationship. Like when you got a good man, he make, he make your eyes roll up in your head because he's so good to you. That's a good man, Savannah. <laughs> That's, That's a, a good, good man. man. <laughs> You can have that same kind of experience with the Lord in that loving relationship, and then he will speak to you. But it's always us. If he's silent, he's waiting on something. He's either waiting on confessing or he's just saying, you know what? I just want you to sit here and be with me. So I'm going to be silent. But I got to go to work. I got stuff to do. You got to get up early. It, it ain't no excuse. <laughs> you know I love you, but it ain't no excuse. So what does your time, your quiet time with God look like? Ooh, I love my time with the Lord. And I, it looks different. I don't, because I was trained, I was formally discipled by my mentor, Cynthia Walker. So I was trained to have. Shout out Cynthia Walker. <laughs> yay. <laughs> I was trained to have quiet time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I remember a time where my life was full of sin, but I got up and had my quiet time because that's how I was trained. Mm-hmm. I was doing and not becoming and not being. That's my bro Steve. I'll always say that. We mm-hmm. got to be becoming. And so I switched up my quiet time. And so there are times when I just, I go before the Lord. I sit quietly. I'll journal. I'll read. Sometimes I audibly listen to the Bible. I have prayer stations in my home Mm -hmm. to remind me to stop and sit and be with him and pray with him. Pray. And sometimes prayer is just being silent and just say, Lord, I just want to lay with you right quick. Let's just lay here. And I'll ask him for nothing. And I can clearly feel his presence. So what I hear you saying, what I hear you saying is we make time for what we want mm-hmm. in relationships we want to build. Yes. Yep. And quiet time is not something that you check off your list. It's like when you want to hang with your dude or you want to hang with your girlfriend, you make time. So I'm like, I, I want to hang with God. Like this, we had to schedule this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So I grab my Bible. I grab my um, my journal, I do a Penzu, which is an online journal, because I can type faster. Mm-hmm. And so my thoughts can, you know, I can just type them as I yeah, think. Yeah, I do that, too. I have a little thing. I'm like, because when I try to, like, script, I'm like, my hand don't room as fast as my mm-hmm. fingers when I'm trying to just dump stuff out mm-hmm. to get it out. Exactly. So. I'm going to have to figure, you have to give me that link to okay. what that is. So my quali- quiet time is varied. I like to, I like to keep it spicy with the Lord. <laughs> Sometimes it's a walk. And um, in the park, and I notice his nature and how beautiful it is. I worship him for that. One of the things that I love, when I went through a series of losses in 2013, I lost my marriage of 28 years, 
my health. They told me I had a disease that I was going to die from. My church that I went to for 30 years, the Lord said, you got to switch, switch up. And our house that we built, a baller house in 1999, I had to move out of it. All of that happened in like 2012 to 2013. Mm. I could not pray. I was just like, uh, uh, nothing was coming. And so my quiet time, I'd just be like, I don't know what to say, Lord. And he said to me, I want you to use the alphabet. It's simple, and it'll help you stay focused. Think of a characteristic of me for each letter of the alphabet. A through Z? A through Z. So when I first started, I only had, like, how many letters in the alphabet? 26. I only had five. Five characteristics. And I'd just be like, and for N, I didn't have... Nothing for the, the the letter N. I'd be like, well, you nice, nice. to me. <laughs> you nice, nice to me today. <laughs> nice. That's the first you know, one I thought of. But as that helped me to focus, and then it grew. Oh, it no, go ahead. Okay. It, it grew from only having five to, I still don't quite have one for X, but so I say I got 25 characteristics, and it comes from being in the Word of God. I'd be like, oh, that's a character. I'm going to, Abba is A. B is bread of life. Them ones easy, C but once you get the carry. Q and <laughs> Q is quintessential. Quintessential means that, like, the perfect example. And mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus is the quintessential Savior. He showed us how to mm. walk on earth how to be in communion with the Father, how to hang out with thugs and not condemn them, right? He walked in such obedience to God. That was his assignment. He is a quintessential person, the perfect example of how to be in relationship with the Father. I feel like that's applying scripture to your life daily. Mm -hmm. You're like, look, let me just look up. Mm -hmm. What word was this? Okay. What scripture I've seen it in? Okay, mm-hmm. how do I apply this? Exactly. Is that something? Yeah, like I would, now I can take a um, a characteristic and I can add a verse to it. I didn't always know how to do that. And then now I have like three different ways I start the sentence. So sometimes if I feel like worshiping God, I say, Father, I worship you as almighty God. Or if I need something from him, I'm like, Father, I need to see you as Abba Father right now. But how, see, my issue is how long do it take for him to respond? It's, it just depends on how much you invest in him. Like, he responds to me pretty quick. That's because y'all been walking in this thing for 40 years. It's, it's, <laughs> and I don't, think it's, I don't think it's length of time. I think it's, it's quality and quantity. So it's, qu- it's quality and quantity. I know people who only been saved for a minute, and they just like, mm. my one friend's mom, she was an alcoholic for 30 years. She said the Lord took the taste out of her mouth instantly one day watching Billy Graham on TV. And mm-hmm. she could hear from God instantly. And it was because the the position and condition of her heart. Her heart was so pure and sincere. Yes, and open. A lot of times we got to figure out where the areas of our heart are closed. I feel like this is a conversation just ministering to me. For me personally, I had some areas in my heart that were closed and it was hard to hear from God. But the more I opened up those areas, I could hear him clearer. Cause like I got a, a podcast episode I'm uh, working on now. I lay me down to sleep prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I feel like, or maybe I was just meant to talk. You talk mm-hmm. prayer as a conversation. Mm-hmm. But who I'm calling on the phone and they ain't answering back. I'm going to hang up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we, well, you ain't talking. Mm-hmm. I con- if I called you and you just 
set the phone down mm-hmm. in here and went in the bedroom, mm-hmm. not responding. How mm-hmm. would that make me feel? I feel like, so, Lord, you're mm-hmm. taking forever. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to call you no more. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. There are times when God is silent, but his word says that I am with you. So either you're going to believe that truth in the silence or you're not. Mm -mm. There's a saying that says, trust God's heart when you can't trust his hand. When you can't see how he's moving in your life. And you can only trust his heart if you know his heart through his word. Through his word. You got to get in that Bible. Yes. Ain't this called Bible brain Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) dump? I need to learn how to just read to read and not always looking for, oh, what's that mean? Let me figure Mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. I need to read to... Get to know. Mm-hmm. Get to know. Get to know him. Yeah. yeah. So you might want to, he might be silent because he's like, mm, you need to check your motive. Do you just want to get to know me just to say you know this, or do you want to get to know me intimately because you're in love with me? Like like your husband, Jamal, you want to get to know him because you love him. You're not trying to get to know him because you just want to extract something from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I can remember in my heathenistic days, I, I knew how to wield the power of seduction. And I used it for evil. And I got to know people so that I could extract from them what I want. God, he's not about to do that with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not about to do that with nobody. We got choice and free will. Mm-hmm. So when he delivered me from wielding that power of seduction... It's like, you know what, Lord? And I surely can't wield, wield that power of seduction toward God. You're like, Psh, you can't come at me like that. And so now it's like, I want to get to know you because I love you. And I would even pray, but Lord, help, help me. me fall in love with you. I pray that prayer. That's an honest prayer. When I first started, I was like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I love you all like that. Some songs they sing at church, I'd be like, I'm not singing that, Lord, because I don't really feel that about you. <laughs> it's being honest, honest and real. I was like, no, I don't feel like that about you right now. But help me. I want to. And so when you put your posi- put yourself in that position of getting to in front of him honestly with the word, saying, I really want to know who you are. He's going to show himself to you. And when you really see God, you just can't help but love him. And it's some songs you're like, I don't know that one, but, ooh. Oh, I don't, I don't feel that way, but, ooh, really? Mm-hmm. Like that that song by Shane and Wilson, Press. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you own the world, yes. but you want me? I'm ratchet raggedy trying to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. I just try to pull out my get out of hell free card <laughs> when, I get, when I get up there. Mm-hmm. And, but you, you want to know me. Yes. And you want to know me, and you already know me. Exactly. Ain't that you like you already know who I am. Yeah. He's just inviting you in to get to know him. There's a song that always makes me fall out, and I listened to it yesterday on the way to church, and I was like, I'm about to wreck this car. <laughs> it's called Yes by Shekinah Glory. Yes, I think I, yes, okay, mm-hmm. you played that a long time ago when you came to anoint my apartment before. Yes. That song sends me in. And I didn't always have a yes for God. I didn't always. My yes grew. I always wanted it. It's first the wanting. I wanted to give God a yes in every area of my life. But there are areas I was like, oh, no, you can't have a yes in that area yet. Leave that door alone. But the more I got close to him through his word, I was like, oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Mm. yes, God. (laughs) I mean, it's, I almost this, said yes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Yeah, sometimes it be it be like that. That, but that intimacy with him is so close. You're yeah. like, oh, I forgot to, I was who I was talking to. Because you know how you like, well, like for me, me and Jamal be talking so good about something. I be like, girl, and I'm like, exactly. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm sorry, man. Exactly. He like, I listen. He yes. like, I know. He was like, you was getting into that conversation, yes. but that's how the, your intimacy is. You be like, oh, babe, come in. Yes, ooh, Jesus. Yes, Father God. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he'd be all right with that he sometimes. He do. He know, yeah. You know? Say I told you I listened to, like, Mike Todd. Mm-hmm. But, Joe, you been in this thing. Your relationship is stronger with the Lord than mm-hmm. mine's. Mm-hmm. And you see something that I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have the right as a another believer in mm-hmm. the body to tell mm-hmm. me don't listen to him? Or, like, Joe Osteen. Joyce Myers, mm-hmm. T.D. Jakes. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I think that, it's a lot of a lot of that going on. Yeah, I think that all of them can offer something. So if you're in a place in your life where the food for you is Joe Osteen or Mike Todd, and you get something out of it that is of God, then go on and do it. Go ahead and do it. But I will ask you, how does it impact you? Mm-hmm. How how do you see God in that? I won't just say, oh, stop listening to that. I'll mm-hmm. ask you, how do you see God in that? So you ask probing questions. I do. And you, let do pe- you do and that let, a lot, actually. And, yeah, and let like, people answer, answer for, for themselves. Because yeah. sometimes they don't know. Right. Or they never even thought about it that way. Because mm-hmm. there are some that I'm just like, oh, Lord, I, I, I couldn't right. listen to that. <laughs> but I'm not going to knock it from somebody else because that's we're not at the same, same level. place. And I always say Excuse me. Eat the meat and spit out the bones. If exactly. that ain't got nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. then that wasn't for you. Right. I just, I'm like, it's a lot of correcting going on. Mm-hmm. I just irritate me. I seen a video. Lecrae just recently was saying, like, I'm not this, I'm not that. And somebody mm-hmm. was like, no, but you are carnal. But I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not your place to say that. Yeah. It's- Even though the bi- the Bible does say judge and mm-hmm. all that, but what he do don't make you fat. I think it's, I still think it's following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I also think what their motive is. Because you can check somebody in love because you love them and you want to see them grow. Or you can check somebody just because you want to check them because it makes you feel like you're more powerful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, I will not say the name, but I remember going to a church. And it was, I went, it wasn't in Ohio. And the pastor had on a muscle shirt, and all his muscles was popping all out. You see, I, and I said, not if I'm single, I can't focus. <laughs> I was married, and I struggled. And I looked around. I said, am I the only one struggling on trying to hear God's word? Because all I see is them beautiful muscles and that chocolate skin. <laughs> I said, I can't listen to this man. You he see? can't tell me nothing, nothing. because... His physique was a distraction to me. To you. Mm-hmm. But if I was there, what it, it might, I would have been fine. Right, because I like muscles. I like a chocolate man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So for me, I could not listen to that person. I didn't go around saying, don't listen to him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But for me, I said, oh, I can't listen to that because he ain't got enough clothes on. <laughs> but maybe if he had an audible. Let me just play it on. No. No, because then I vision what I seen that day. See. No, let me tell you why I just said... It's a no across the board. Mm-hmm. He has a responsibility as a as a pastor. You're going to put on a um, Under Armour shirt to preach in. You know that women are going to look. 
So for me personally, I thought, hmm, either the Holy Spirit is not convicting you that your body is a distraction Mm -hmm. or you want your body to be Be a a distraction. distraction. So either way for me, it was a no. that's what I'd be like. Now, why did you wear that? You you know what? (laughs) It's not because he wanted to. It's so simple. But then I'm like, nobody told you that that was. We're your wife. She might have. Because I'm like, Jamal, you better, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, sorry, y'all, service will be delayed about 10, 15 minutes. We're going to have to press him, come back up here, because mm-hmm. we'll tell you about it mm-hmm. in, a, in our uh, meeting. <laughs> and that's, I want to touch on this. When you want to grow as a Christian, you have to strategically put people in your life that are more mature than you as a Christian, and that you give them permission. You give them permission to check you. I have friends that won't check me. They'll look the other way. So we hang out a little bit. We have a good time. But I strategically have women that will check me hard. Oh, no. You can check me. Okay. And then we probably won't talk for a, a okay. week. That's all right. I love and you. And then I'm anyway. like, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just, I knew I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I knew I was wrong. Thank you so much, though. You're welcome. For the mm-hmm. wisdom. I love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bible Brained Up. Thank you for Adrienne for her wisdom on this interview and conversation. If you have any insight or just want to reach out, send me an email at BibleBrainedUp at gmail.com. And I will see you all next week.